Wednesday night, we kick off the show nights. So that's um, Nelly and Blake Shelton, our first night. Second night is Pitbull and Tim McGraw. And then to close out Friday, we have Jimmy Buffett. Welcome to Drop the Disc. Thank you so much for joining us today. We really appreciate it. And we are almost in Christmas season, but we still have some pretty cool episodes coming out. This week, we talked to Greg Costello from C4 Live, which is the company bringing us XPR Augusta, maybe better known for the concert that will be going on this coming Masters week. My hope is that when you walk in, you don't see it as Lake Olmstead Stadium and you're right. amazed at what we've done with the place. Originally from Ohio and living in places like New York and Vegas, Greg's not the average guest on our show, but he brings a really cool perspective of what it's like to be a business coming to Augusta. You know, and, and wanted to help us and want to make the community better. And that's the feeling that I've gotten coming from outside. And I'll tell you what. I didn't expect that because we've been to a lot of other communities where that's not the case. And outside of Masters Week, what could this development mean for Augusta? That's what they were saying. We've been trying to do a soul festival for years, you know, and it just never came to fruition. Would you guys be interested in talking? We're like, of course. And how about the Lake Olmsted Stadium as their location? So we made a few trips out here and then saw Lake Olmsted and fell in love. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Drop the Disc podcast. Just a reminder that those who enjoy the show, who like the show, um, go ahead and give us a rating or review wherever you listen. We really appreciate that. It does help us to grow. And um, just a little uh, FYI, I guess, um, we're doing a new series called Around Augusta. We have been doing it at the end of episodes and we're moving them to their own individual recordings. If that's something that you like, uh, let us know because our main goal is to put information out there so that people can know what's going on in the city. If that is helping you, then that is fantastic. And we hope that everyone is having a fantastic holiday season. I know that we are because we know that in 2022, the same as 2021 and the same as 2020, we will be presented by Nancy Powell of Powell & Associates. I'm going to take a minute to appreciate Nancy for her involvement in the community. If you don't know Nancy, she is an ambassador for the Metro Chamber of Commerce downtown. She's a sponsor and um, mentor for the young professionals of Augusta, as well as other organizations. Uh, she, she volunteers on numerous boards. She's always out trying to make the city a better place. So on top of the fact that she's an awesome realtor and has a great brokerage, she is also always in the community. And that's something that we can all get behind. If you have any New Year's real estate based questions, maybe you just want to make a plan for 2022. Maybe you have some investments that you think you'll be making. Uh, give her a call 706-717-1281 or send her an email to nancypowell1977 at gmail.com. It's just another day on the road to be great Got a list full of goals and so much on my plate Another episode of my life to the date, yeah And I'ma do it all with a smile on my face In the land of the free, yeah, the home of the brave The only way you grow is if you learn from mistakes And never stop the hustle, gotta keep up the pace I ain't got time to waste, I got moves I'ma make, yeah It doesn't matter what the topic is We gon' talk about it on Drop the Disc We can dive in on city politics 
Or I can brag about my accomplishments If you hating on the city, it is not a fin Problem is that you probably lacking common sense Augusta got so much talent that'll make it big And you gon' see in here first, don't drop the disc hey. Learn a lot about the 706 about to chop it up with David and Chris A lot of interviews you would hate to miss AUG in the mix, just drop this uh. Learn a lot about the 706 About to chop it up with David and Chris A lot of interviews you would hate to miss AUG in the mix, just drop the this Just drop the this Hey guys, I'm Chris. Hey guys, I'm David. This is the second time we're doing it. I did a little bit of a technical <laughs> mishap to start this show. It's all good. Welcome to Drop the Disc Podcast. Uh, we are here with a really, really, really cool guest. I think I said it three times. You the first did. Time. You did. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's funny because the first episode of the podcast we ever did was a joke about what's under Lake Olmstead. And now we are here about to talk about what's going on at Lake Olmstead. What's going on at Lake Olmstead? Yeah. That might be the name of this episode. <laughs> exactly. I love that. Um, and so today we're here with Greg Costello, managing partner, C4 Live, and XPR Augusta. So, Greg, you uh, did fly all across the country just to be on the show, and we do appreciate you doing that. Um, real quick, what is XPR Augusta? What is C4 Live, and why are you here? So, C4 Live, we're a live production company, and we do events around the country. Um, we started off doing events in Super Bowl cities for the Super Bowl. Um, and since we have come along and created XPR Augusta, obviously here in Augusta, our first event will be during tournament week, um, but we will do many other things throughout the year mm -hmm. at Lake Olmstead Stadium. Very cool. And we're talking about the golf tournament in April. Yes, the tournament. <laughs> the tournament. The tournament. That's great. And and I, I look forward to, to digging in on that. Um, but first, we got to get the human side of the guy that flew across the country to talk to us today. So, Greg, are you are you from Augusta? Have you ever lived in Augusta? I'm not from Augusta. I never lived in Augusta. I am originally from Cincinnati, Ohio, okay. but reside in uh, Las Vegas, Nevada now. So you Nevada. are- Nevada. Yeah. I don't know. I, You're I from know. up north. You, you, you I, it's, now have, I always thought it was Nevada. It's Nevada if you live above the Mason-Dixon line, I think, and then Nevada <laughs> below it. And I'm still doing that transition after whatever it is, 18 years. <laughs> so you're a partner at a firm that does events. I'm really interested in how you got to that point. When you were growing up, was that like, was this what you thought you would be doing? No, absolutely not. Um, went to college for finance, got out of college and did my stint as a stockbroker for a few years. Okay. Had friends that ran nightclubs out in Las Vegas and um, it was 2002. The market was not in a great spot. I was the youngest kid in a very well-respected East Coast firm in the region. All I had to do was sit there and wait for all the older guys to retire or yeah. die. Right. And, um, but you know, it wasn't, it wasn't conducive to what I think I really wanted to do. I had some buddies out running nightclubs in Las Vegas and, um, went out there and started my journey in entertainment and food and beverage. So do I read this correctly that you started off by working in the nightclub field? Yeah. Um, my first nightclub I worked in was Light, the original Light in the Bellagio. Ooh. I was there about less than a month, and the owner decided to make me the doorman at the best club in Las Vegas at the time. So I became very popular to a lot of people I very bet. quickly I bet. and met a ton of people, That's and true. it was great. 
And from there, I went over to um, the Hard Rock and opened up um, a club there called Body English um, Rehab, which was the first pool party in Las Vegas, which has become. That's the big thing now. Yeah, it's huge now. Um, Rehab was the first one. They actually, there was a reality show. You will not see me on it, um, (laughs) nor any of my guys that I um, had under under me because I didn't want it to become that reality thing. Unfortunately, that was um, that was not the plan for the hotel. So that happened. Um, And then also wasted space there. Rare 120 was our restaurant there. I was managing partner of all those. And from there, you know, um, my stint ended at the Hard Rock and with that partnership and for a while went out on my own, um, consulted to help open Marquee which is the nightclub in the, in the cosmopolitan, um, doing their local night, which out in Vegas, every club has a local night. So did that for a while and then rejoined with another group SBE out of LA to open up Hyde in the Bellagio. So I went back to the Bellagio, back to the Bellagio queen of the strip. What's a, uh, what's a day in the life of somebody doing what you did in Vegas for that time? Um, there's, it's funny because, you know, a lot of people think it's just the nightclub part, but obviously, you know, as in, in senior positions, there's a lot of meetings during the day, you know, you're preparing marketing, your events that are coming up, um, you know, anything that's, that's on the calendar, you have to strategize how you're going to go about that booking DJs, all of those things. So having done that during the day and then at the nights that the clubs are open, obviously you're there, you're working, you know, I was director of customer development for that company. So, you know, my job entailed making sure that all the customers are taken care of from the time that they enter the casino until they get into the club, they get to their table, they have their night, um, have their fun, sometimes have to get them out of some trouble and they make sure that they get back to their hotel. So, it's the customer experience and running a team that's handling all of that for all the customers that are coming in. Okay. That I'm sure is probably a pretty hefty operation. It's definitely um, hefty. Yes. <laughs> and it's usually an undermanned team that's yeah. doing it. Yeah. Um, so there's definitely a lot of the late hours and early mornings. So just kind of got used to that, not sleeping, that sort of thing. Yeah, I don't think it's possible to appropriately man a bar in Vegas. I just don't think you'll ever hit the right ratio of people to guests or employees to guests. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's always a challenge. And that's any business, yeah. you know, that I found out that it, it's always a challenge. Um, but servicing customers and being in customer service, you know, Every, every customer is different. Their needs are different and some are very easy <laughs> and some are extremely difficult. Some are very appreciative and some are not. So, you know, it, it's like any business. You have a yeah. customer, you have to service them and some are easy, some are hard. So before we get into the C4 and the Augusta XRP part of this, um, I, I'm curious, I'm sure while you were running these different operations, you were also probably booking talent or had some kind of hand of booking talent. Do you have any kind of highlights of experiences you've had with that? So I would consult on handling talent. (laughs) I do not like handling talent Mm -hmm. (laughs) from that perspective. I like, I like being the guy that they see and they're like, Hey, you know, and I'm the fun guy and I'm the guy that 
you know, I don't do the negotiations right to them. I the do riders behind the scene. The, yeah, definitely don't <laughs> deal with riders. Um, funny stories. I mean, you know, I, I mean, one of the guys that that was always great was um, Brody Jenner was and, you know, <laughs> a lot of people think what they think about him. Right. But he was always a great dude. And we, it, me, my friends and his friends that he would bring with him to the clubs when he did his DJ thing or whatever, we would always whenever we were in he was in Las Vegas, we would get together and bowl like that was our thing. We would go bowl and it would be us against them. And then when we were in L.A., it was the same thing. And we would get together and bowl. And he, he was always a great guy, always, you know, um, very appreciative of what what he has, you know, and how he is viewed and all that. So that was fun. Um, I remember one time, I don't know, I don't know how little John got involved, but we bowled. <laughs> There's it. always a little John story. <laughs> yeah. Little John, little John showed up when we were bowling and he was like on their team or he was on our team and we were arguing over who, who's, who's little John should be on. You know? And, um, he's actually a decent bowler and really? some strikes and we got all the, um, all the quotes and everything out of him. So it was fun. So. I don't know if this is true, but I've heard he's really intelligent. Oh, there's no doubt. The guy, you know, he, he, for what, I mean, I don't know. Little John, I, don't, I hope I'm not telling any secrets, but I don't know how, you know, talented as a music artist he is. He obviously is, but I mean, his brand is so much bigger than that now. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's, he's, he's not just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but that's he's how more. he started yeah, the hype man. Exactly. And now he's, look what he's built. And, you yeah. know, it's, it, you know, Brody Jenner has a, has a great, you know, um, base of business now. And, you know, that was built off of, you know, whatever, you know, being related to the Kardashians or, you know, his father or whatever, but, um, both great guys. So there's a lot of stories like that, that I've dealt with. Um, but you know, for me, the celebrities being in customer development, the celebrities were the guys who were coming in and spending the money in mm -hmm, the club. Right. Because at the end of the day, that's how the club Survived. makes money yeah. and survives. Exactly. So, you know, I didn't get a lot of starstruck. I was never like one to kind of like, you know, hang in those circles. I have friends that did. And yeah, I met them and great, shake your hand. But um for me, it was I was more intrigued by the broker coming out from new york or the real estate guy from the west coast or you know the mortgage guys they they were great like for what a while. can i learn from you i'm sure came up a lot yes exactly so um you know and again being customer service and customer development i'm worried about the customers more than anything so. yep so now we're at the point where and by the way how long did you do this how long were you in the nightclub up until Scene. the pandemic, actually. Oh my goodness. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so during that time when I was doing the nightclubs, I, I, I always retained my other business and wrote into all my contracts that, you know, I have okay. another business that I do things on. During that time, I got introduced to um, the Nomadic Entertainment, which was doing the Super Bowl events. And they were doing concerts, you know, at the Super Bowl events, which started actually as a Sam Volleyball um, tournament in. I think Miami was the first one. I don't, I don't know. Wow. That was before my time, but <laughs> they were doing these concert series and I got introduced and they wanted to bring a, a higher customer experience to it. So that's how I became involved with the Super Bowl cities and doing this, um, what we're doing here in Super Bowl cities. And my job was to bring that customer experience, the table service. So, you know, starting in San Francisco, I would fly in, I would hire 30 girls from Las Vegas 
hire 30 local girls, bring in the girls from Las Vegas for, to do the bottle service, the bussers, the hosts, you know, the people that are in charge of getting you from your car into the mm -hmm. experience. The same thing we do in the nightclub. It's the exact same thing. So brought that along. And now every, every nightclub in Las Vegas or even Miami and New York are doing things at Super Bowl now. And mm. um, so that was the origin of it was San Francisco and doing that. And through that, my partner and I, I met Michael Perry, my partner now, and we developed um, a company, C4 Live. And we have been looking for the next step. Like, where is it? And Super Bowl is great, but you move from city to city and you have to meet a whole new True. set of officials. You can't really build new... anything. Right. It's, it's, it's almost you're not a... building anything permanent. Right. It's a right. pop-up. Exactly. And that's what it's it was. It's a large pop-up. Exactly. And, you know, 75,000 square foot pop-up. <laughs> yeah. Um, that holds 9,000 people. Right. And has <laughs> the VIP experience in it built into it. So... Um, we are always looking at what's the next step. We'd and we thought we'd like to do a stationary event and I'm a golfer, so, um, not very good, but I love to play. So Augusta was always, um, very high on my list of places that we could do it. We looked at the Kentucky Derby. Mm -hmm. We looked at Indianapolis 500. Yeah. Um, but in Atlanta, um, when we did the Super Bowl, I had a client that came out and saw the event and he was with a, a guy. I, and I had talked to him previously about, you know, what my next step was in doing something in Augusta. And he said, I have the guy for you. He flew to the event and, um, you know, got them in, gave them the full service and right. everything. And they were amazed by it. And he was like, what are you doing Monday? And I was like, um, well, usually after working, you know, 10 days of 20 hour days, I go, I watch the Super Bowl and have a few cocktails and I sleep all day Monday. It's like, <laughs> you're getting on my plane and we're going to um, Augusta on Monday. I was like, okay. So then, you know, we flew here, checked out some spaces, didn't, didn't see Lake Olmstead yet. Um, started meeting people in the community and people that could. That, and this was after the Super Bowl in 2020? This was after the Super Bowl in 2018 we didn't even see lake Olmsted. i just saw um you know he showed me the comments yeah um you know that kind of stuff mm -hmm. and we were like yeah. yeah i don't i don't know if it works you know if we have enough space here and everything and then um told michael about my trip and said hey we got to get we got to get back to Augusta." and he was like definitely he was like now we have some people that we can talk to we can start learning about the right. city all that so we made a few trips out here and then saw Lake Olmstead and fell in love because our usual event is built on a barren piece of land, right? Mm. <laughs> a parking right. lot, which is why they showed you the commons. I'm Probably. sure. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. you can build something on that. Yes. And, and there's no power. There's no, you know, no electricity, no yeah. running water, wow. none of that stuff. So then, um, we saw Lake Olmstead and we were, you know, it was like, Oh my God. And some people probably would see Lake Olmstead and, you know, the stadium after, you know, the green jackets had left and right. said, what are you going to do with this place? Right. In fact, I think there were some plans to do other, th other things with it. We saw it and we were like, oh my God, this is great. It's got infrastructure. It's got power. Right. It's got water. It's, um, you know, on a decent roadway. It's, um, you know, you got a parking lot. I mean, you got, you got all the basic things that you now don't have to build. Yeah. And which... we saw the vision of it and what, what we could do with it and then started working with the city. Um, meeting with commissioners, doing that sort of stuff, and was introduced to um, Cal and Stephen at the Augusta Economic Development yep, Authority. Yep. Cal Ray? Yes. Yep. And okay. Ke Stephen Kendrick. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And, um, 
and that's when everything started clicking and um you know our our contract is now with the economic development agency Excellent. and they have a contract with the city that's and that's how we struck the deal it's a 10-year deal with the 10-year renewal so we you know and we have um more than just the dates during the tournament we have 80 days throughout the year that we're going to be doing stuff there so we're looking to do something well three weeks after um the tournament we do the soul the first soul festival oh man yeah and then, i think that's news to me yeah. i don't think i knew that we we've heard rumors about people have been talking festival, about a soul festival but there was no years. location yeah known yeah Thank it's you. never been like it's always been <laughs> ethereal or yeah. ethereal or whatever right yeah so benish and jennifer over at the yep. convention bureau yep. they they um hit us up and we met with them and that's what they were saying we've been trying to do a soul festival for years you know and it just never came to fruition would you guys be interested in talking we we're like of course so talked with them and now we have that going three weeks after the um the tournament xpr augusta activation we're looking at doing something in october around halloween um maybe some sort of fright fest or something like yeah. that that ends in like a concert you know on halloween and then looking at um the holidays and a new year's eve like yeah, I don't see why, why we can't do a peach drop here in Augusta. Yeah, a peach drop. I, I love, love that. that. <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. You're listening to the Drop the Disc podcast recorded at Augusta Podcast Studio. We'll be right back after this quick message from our friends at Savannah River Brewing Company. One of my favorite things about Savannah River Brewing Company is they're open Monday through Sunday. That's right. They're open Monday through Sunday. Monday and through Thursday, they're open from 4 to 9 p.m., Fridays 2 to 11 p.m., Saturdays 1 to 11 p.m., and Sundays 11 to 8 p.m. This is incredible. They've got a lot of new beers on tap. If you ever have any questions on what's on tap, you can simply go to savannahriverbrew.com or you can reach them at 706-426-8212. That's 706-426-8212. And those of you that are really into disc golf they've just opened up disc golf putting challenges so that is every tuesday until march you can go check them out at 6 p.m grab a beer get some dinner and start putting check them out savannahriverbrew.com so let's back it up a little bit though because okay. it's easy to get excited and, and i want to get excited but but first let's let's get some more information out of you um 2018 is is when you guys kind of first came here when was the contract inked it was inked actually january 2020 okay right before lots of great ideas that were supposed to happen in 2020 yeah. yes 2020 vision <laughs> which hindsight it probably worked out well for us yeah. in the community because we were not going to get the production that you're going to see this April. Now you've had a year and a half. Up right. in, we've planned the show three times. Yeah. Because we planned it yep. for that April. Yeah. Then, then we November? planned it for November. And that didn't work <laughs> because our, our activation on that scale doesn't work without, you know, a full crowd yeah. in town. Um, so we planned it then and it didn't happen. And then we planned it again. Now it's definitely happening. Yeah. And Lake Olmstead, the the baseball stadium is the stadium we're talking about, the old Green Jackets Stadium. Yes. Um are you guys doing any renovations to that? Will it look different? Oh yeah. 
um, if you've been to the stadium before, you I'm know, sure the grass will be cut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the grass has already been cut. That's so good. <laughs> our construction actually got pushed back a little bit because they just filmed a film out there. Right. Yeah, I heard that with Dennis Quaid. Dennis Quaid was here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I, actually I heard just, it was the rookie too. <laughs> I don't actually I'm know. Just kidding. But, uh, but we actually met with the producer this morning. He was very grateful that we pushed our construction back a little bit. And um, but we, you know, it was good for the community, which mm. is, you know, one of the things that Michael and I, you know, first coming here, of course, we came with with, you know, aspirations of doing a big event. We've since fell in love with the community. And um, you That's know, great. we have a lot of charitable partners that we're working with. Um, the city's been great to us. So we wanna we wanna be great to them. And when when this was brought up and they're like, you're gonna have to pause your construction for them to do this, we were like, Okay. And we met with the producer and told him, you know, how he could scratch our back and we could scratch yeah. his. And yeah, it worked out great. And now, you know, meeting him today and um and having that relationship going forward is great for us. So are you able to talk about any specific kind of changes that you might be making over in that area? Well, I mean, yeah, the renders are out. So yeah. if you've seen the renders, there there's a lot of things. Um, one of the things typically when you do a baseball stadium and you're going to do a concert, you basically throw the stage in center field. Yeah. And then you have the people in their seats and, you know, GA stands on the, on the grass. Mm -hmm. We originally, that was we we went right along with the cookie cutter thing that right. that's what you do when you have a baseball stadium and then but it's no know, longer a baseball stadium it's going to be c4 live it's no longer a baseball stadium so um we actually turned it around we decided to demo behind the home plate and push the stage back in order to give better sight lines for both the ga seated reserve seated mm -hmm. ga standing and our vip structures which will go right outside um basically shallow left center and right field so that i think really changed the dynamic of what what we were doing and then we have the fan fest that's right behind that so we have all of our food and beverage our mm. activations our sponsor activations you know you're going to be able to go there and swing clubs in a golf simulator you're going to be able to have a wine tasting Check, um, check. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we have Golden Tea as a sponsor. That's oh, gonna, yeah? you're going to be able to play some Golden Tea. So there's um, a lot of things that we're doing out there where you be able to do it all day. It's not just for the concert night. So we open the Saturday before during the women's amateur, and okay. we open to the Saturday wow. of the event. So it'll be like a place where you can come and do activities even when there's not a, a quote unquote event going on. Yeah, well, during Masters Week of, or during Tournament Week, during Tournament of Week, yeah, <laughs> um, yes, you will be able to come and and enjoy. So the great thing about that is we wanted to do it the Saturday before because the women's amateurs here, and um, that's something that we wanted to do. And yeah. then second was um, to allow the locals to come and see what we've done. Yeah, in Lake Olmstead Stadium. Uh, you know, my hope is that when you walk in, you don't see it as Lake Olmstead Stadium, and you're right. amazed at what we've done with the place. And again, this is this is first year, so this is going to continue. This this thing's gonna we're gonna build new stuff every year. Right. We're gonna put permanent stuff in. Right now, we're doing a lot of temporary mm -hmm. to make sure that the flow works. That we like the way that the right. that the stage sits. If anything but, needs to be fixed or adjusted for the next year, you'll know what to do. Exactly. Before you put permanent right. stakes in the ground <laughs> yeah. and, and sink it, you want to <laughs> you want to make sure it works because we've made that mistake in the past of doing things that were permanent that we thought would would flow right and right. be a great customer experience and they weren't so 
this is, um, you know, in each year, we, we have 10 years that we're going to do this. Hopefully more than hopefully that. Hopefully 20, right? Right. Hopefully XPR Augusta outlives me. That's, that's my hope. So, right. um, you know, so we're going to do all that and, and see what works and what doesn't work. And we're going to adjust and we're going to make it better every year. And, you know, hope that more patrons come every year and um, have even bigger. I don't know about bigger. I mean, these are pretty big acts that we're having, <laughs> but, but continue right with that, that sort of uh, level of hacks. Do you, do you think that this could change the business model for C4 now that you're creating something that's going to stick around and it's not a pop-up? Um, definitely. And, you know, Michael and I talk about it all the time. Like, where does this company, where's this company going? And, you know, Augusta is going to be a blueprint for, mm. um, a lot of second tier cities, you know, that, that we can go and say, Hey, are you, are you looking for this? Cause we know how to do it now. Right. We've done this in Augusta and it's been successful. So we definitely look at that. Um, also like, you know, the charitable partners and the things Michael and I are both parents and we, we, we love to talk about, you know, how, how do we, how do we help the community? Because in Super Bowl cities, yeah, we go in and we, we may do this big production and the guy down the street sells him a few more sandwiches. We do, you know, we give away food to the, to the homeless shelters that are, that's left over and all that, mm -hmm. but we don't have a lasting impact. So like here we're, we're partnering with charitable partners, um, such as Golden Harvest, mm -hmm. um, Savannah River Keepers, Augusta amateur boxing which is you know really cool near and dear to my heart um, that was a little left hook for me i i, I didn't know about that one <laughs> yeah yeah so i i'm i'm a huge boxing fan i got a i got i have a couple amateur fights um that i actually produced when i was at the hard rock and not that did, you fought in yeah i fought in you fought in yeah love that yeah so um i i so amateur boxing is big and when i did it in las vegas i teamed with um amateur boxing there mm -hmm. and if you've ever been to an amateur boxing gym and this is in every city they're it they do the best they can because they have very limited funds right you know and um you know so there in las vegas it didn't have air conditioning mm. so you can imagine these yeah, kids I trying to train in a, in a gym with no air conditioning so it's 116 degrees outside <laughs> now it has air conditioning and new new mats and all that stuff so i was it was very fortunate that that i got to see that come to fruition yeah. and and help that cause which i hold near and dear to my heart so um so we talk about that all the time how do we how do you you know we can continue on in in this blueprint and c4 can continue on to other cities and do that same blueprint bring great experiences bring great entertainment and you know help the community that's a really cool element of it that i don't think i've heard anyone say anything about is the partnering with charities aspect of it. Um, and, and so I think that's a really, thank you for doing that. Let's say it that way. I mean, the thanks comes from, you know, the, when we, when we do talk to the charitable partners and they're so excited about the possibilities and everything and, and what they can do with that funding and mm -hmm. what they're going to get out mm -hmm. of it. That's, that's great for us. Jamp is another one. I want to mention that Jamp, um, Deanna Brown and yeah, yeah. school. Yeah that that's great we're, we're also partnered with them on it love that stick around we'll be back with more of greg costello on the drop the disc podcast right after this message from our friends at the clubhouse uh and actually chris and i just spent an evening this past week at the clubhouse at their beers and bites winter celebration it was a great networking event um it was open to the public actually and so when you guys hear about us talking about clubhouse events if you think that you might be interested in going to some of them 
you know, even if you're maybe you don't want to reach out to them, you can reach out to us and we can let you know if it's an open to the public event because quite a lot of them are. The clubhouse is Augusta's nonprofit innovation center located inside the Georgia Cyber Center. There's a ton of different ways they can help you. If you want to learn more, find them online at Innovate Augusta on social media or at theclubhouse.se online. That's the clubhouse, put a period before the SE. And you can also find out about their entrepreneur programs at makestartups.com. I'm I'm curious too. You you mentioned specifically Stephen Kendrick and Cal Ray and working with Augusta's government. I think our government a lot of times gets a bad rap when it comes to encouraging development. And so I'm curious how that experience was for you. Like how was it to work with with the local government on this? I mean, everyone that we met with was very excited about what we had to bring, you know, and what what they thought we could do. I think that from my experience and, you know, again, an outsider, but your government is working very hard to, to, to do things, I think, that help the community and they see the vision. I know Cal Ray and Stephen, Stephen Kendrick is a visionary. Like, mm-hmm. that's just, I'll just put that out there. Yeah. He is, um, and, you know, he's, he's working hard to, to make that happen. Those guys did a great job. The commissioners, all that we met with were great. Everyone in the city that we've met with thus far has been, have shown us great respect and, um, you know, and, and wanted to help us and want to make the community better. And that's the feeling that I've gotten coming from outside. And I'll tell you what, I didn't expect that because we've been to a lot of other communities where that's not the case. Interesting. So it's, it's not, you know, when we did it, it was Super Bowl. They have a ton of stuff on the right, but you know what? there's a tournament going on here. So mm-hmm. they could have just as easily have been like, no, nah, we're, we're too busy during that time. Everyone's been great thus far. Um, everyone's shown us support. So we're extremely happy. And I think that when I say Mike, when I haven't fallen, fallen in love with the city, I think a lot of it has been the people and, you know, we're used to um, a big city and those yeah. big city minds. And mm-hmm. it was great to get here and, and, obviously a smaller city, but see people that were really receptive to our ideas and what we want to do. So now it's, now it's double pressure. We got investors <laughs> yeah. to worry about. We got, and we got the city. We don't want to let the city down. It's like, know? everybody's kind of on your side, which I think is kind of unique. Even, I mean, anytime you talk about a local government or, or local issues, usually it's like half the people hate something, half the people love something plus or minus 5%. But I feel like with this, Everybody seems to be on board. A vast majority of people are on board with this. That's what I've felt and that's what I've seen. So um, hopefully, knock on wood, that, that continues. Now, I'm curious, did they tell you what's under Lake Olmstead? No, I would, it, it's it. funny because <laughs> when you guys brought that up, I was like, should I know something? No, or? we have no idea. We have no idea. Okay. We, when we started the show as a rumor show like two years ago, it's clearly not anymore. But at that time, it's evolved. Our, our first episode that we published, there's some that we didn't publish, but the first one we did publish was us speculating what's under Lake Olmstead. Because, uh-huh. you know, people say there's like alligators and dead bodies and all this crazy <laughs> stuff. Not true. If the alligators drain might it, be though, true, you know, invite us. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> we don't have anything to do with the river. The, the river. We're just doing the yeah the stadium. So I don't think we will. But yeah, just you know, back of your mind. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back to cap off this episode, and of course, ask the drop the disc question. 
And of course, we're in the studio with Greg Costello from C4 Live and XPR Augusta. And I'm just going to really quickly tell you about a program that we are going to be running in January uh, from Augusta Podcasts. So Augusta Podcasts, as you may know, is a company that uh, we use to help people produce podcasts. Well, in January, we're going to be doing a series where every Tuesday, um, that's going to be Tuesday the 4th, the 11th, the 18th, and the 25th, we're going to be letting people come to the studio, use the cameras and the microphones for free to record their New Year's resolutions, whether it's for them, their business, or their family. Uh, And we're going to do it for free. We'll give you the file and we'll publish it and help hold you and help you hold yourself accountable. If you want to do it, all you got to do is send us an email, augustapodcast at gmail.com or drop the disc pod at gmail.com. We'll sign you up for a time. Uh, We got mornings and we got afternoons. So come check it out. We would love to host you and record your New Year's resolutions. Let's move forward and let's talk about the things we've been hinting about this whole time, which is this year's, this coming can we say Masters? We can say Masters on this show. Um, this, uh, I call it tournament. That's fair. I, I think you might have some more liability than us. <laughs> yeah. Um, you make money on it. We just do our <laughs> thing. Um, so, but this upcoming golf week in in April, um, you know, I know you guys have some acts planned. Tell us what you've got going on. Yeah, of course. So, like I said, we'll start the Fan Fest on Saturday of the Women's Amateur, and then um, and do people have to buy tickets? To no, the that's free. Really? Yeah, that's free. Oh, so that's man. a great time for the locals to come out. Like there's food and beverage. I think our business will be closed all week. I think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, and then Wednesday night, we kick off the show nights. So that's um, Nellie and Blake Shelton, our first night. Second night is Pitbull and Tim McGraw. And then to close out Friday, we have Jimmy Buffett. Man, <laughs> that's that's an incredible that's, a, that's an incredible a, lineup. incredible lineup. <laughs> yeah, it's it. We're very happy with the lineup for this year. We we did not think that we would get that caliber. Of You're setting the bar very one. very high. Yeah, yeah. Yep. which is good. Yeah, <laughs> You're, you'll gain Augustus trust. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, XPR is that what it's called? Yes. Okay. XPR. XPR AUG. XPR AUG, Augusta, and that is the event for. The golf tournament week. Yes. Okay. Where did where what does XPR mean? Experience Augusta. Okay. So I love that. I was gonna okay. guess that, but I, I didn't want to. I didn't. I didn't want to put my foot where I didn't where I didn't belong. <laughs> We're all about the experience. We're about the okay. experience for the customer. The experience for the the people who aren't coming to the show. They're gonna do fan fest. We're we're into the experience for the artists. Like I, people would be amazed at how much time and effort we've put into the back of the house operations mm. for the artists because we want them to come here and enjoy what right. they're doing. Want to come back. I'm sure. Want to come back, want to talk to other people. And when they mm. say, Hey, yeah. how'd it go? You know, the next year when we're out making offers, you know, they know each other. Yeah. So they're going to call the other one and say, what was it like to play there? It was great. They treated us great. They had right. this set up. They had that set up. So yeah. we think about that because it always, you know, we, we play it forward. So um, that's where the experience Augusta comes from. And you've been talking about the customer experience a lot. I'm curious what the customer experience will be like at these shows. Is it something that you could kind of paint a picture for? When we think about it, you know, my partner, Michael, talks a lot about Houston. And when we did, we did the Taylor Swift show, we did Bruno Mars there. We built this, you know, 75,000 square foot nightclub, basically. And you know, six months tore it down and trees. That's crazy. And, 
you know, um, it, and the people that came to that show, if we went back to Houston now and sat down at a bar and said, Hey, you know, we were here for the, we did the Taylor Swift show. There'd be someone who knows or someone who knows someone who knows that was at that show <laughs> and had a great time and they talk about it and they're like, I wish I would have been there or yeah, I was there. You know, let me buy you guys a drink. Like, you know, <laughs> right. It's that's the kind of thing that we're that we're trying to do is make memories. So, you know, I think that the tournament week is a checklist for a lot of people in in this in this country in this world, yeah, all over. So, we just want to add to that checklist. You know, go to tournament, see Blake Shelton play, right? Go to yep. Tournament, see Jimmy Buffett play. I yep. mean, shows. A lot of people out there that haven't seen Jimmy Buffett and are that's a checklist in their life. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm from Cincinnati, so he sells out like five shows um, in Cincinnati. I don't. I've been going to Jimmy Buffett shows since I was younger in high school and college. Like we take buses and go down to Riverbend and see him perform. Mm -hmm. And you know, I know every song by heart. You know, it's <laughs> so Jimmy Buffett for me was. It's not a checklist because I've done it, but you know. I haven't, I haven't produced the show he's been performing on. So this is a checklist. <laughs> That's I guess. probably pretty cool. But I think a lot of people are, are, you know, who haven't had a chance to see Jimmy Buffett will get that chance. A lot of people, you know, I haven't seen Blake. I've seen a lot of artists. I worked at the Hard Rock, you know, right. I, I worked at T-Mobile Arena in Vegas too. That was another club I had on top of that. Um, so I've seen a ton of artists. I haven't seen Blake Shelton. I haven't seen Tim McGraw. So okay. I'm excited as the next person to see him. This is a just non-related question but it'll bring us into the mindset to to kind of tie the bow jessica peel <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask another question then. if you're asking me about the no. best looking celebrity i've ever seen is. No, it's not, but we're leaving that in i love I it's jessica peel was she dating Derek jeter at one point yeah i think that's her yeah i walked her into a club once and i was like god that's the best looking Woman I've ever seen. <laughs> I think I love you. <laughs> um, you you've been traveling to Augusta for the past few years. It's not the average city that you do business in, to say the least. Um, what are some things that you like to do in Augusta as somebody that's not from here? So, <laughs> what are some of the things? I mean, when I'm here, it's a lot of work. Obviously, it's mostly business. Yeah. So, I think you guys have some great restaurants, though. Um. We've done the top golf. Um, I played cards with a lot of um, a lot of people that were um, that we have relationships with through our business, which was fun because um, you know it, it it was just great to get to see them in you know regular life and not just yeah. business world. So you know, I think that you guys have a great. I think you have a gem here that people don't know about. They I, I shouldn't say they don't know about it. Everybody knows about Augusta, Georgia, but they don't know um it besides the tournament and what it's associated with. I think a lot of people um would really enjoy it. I mean, it's it's a beautiful place. I mean, I live in the desert, so, you know, all the trees <laughs> and everything are great. You know, it's it's a beautiful place. There's architecture that's amazing. Um, you know, downtown is very architecturally speaking it reminds me a lot of i grew up in cincinnati and our downtown's kind of like oh that yeah too. yeah it's um so and i was actually talking with um the movie producer and he was when 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 we when i mentioned i was from cincinnati he said you notice the downtowns the similarities in the architecture mm -hmm. i was like yeah i do and um so we talked about that for a bit but 
I think you got a real gem here. I, I we know it's growing. Um, you know, the Cyber Warfare Center obviously is, right. is a huge deal to Augusta. Like I said, I think Stephen Kendrick and Cal Ray are doing an amazing job of bringing people here, and I'm sure that's with a lot of other support of people that I'm not naming or you know um, other things. But they are um, they want to see this place grow, and I think that you know my partner says it's you know it may be a second city in in georgia but we want to make it the first city of music so i think that music and art and everything that that's a good way for a, a city this size to expand and become broader in those things and and you know really bring in some great entertainment so that's what we're here to do but i think you have a gem i like it okay well, that's that's a great segue into this you've told us that you like it now you have to tell us how you'll respond to somebody the Drop the Disc question is sponsored by Trainer Gray Media. We're talking about creative, effective, and quality, quality products that they put out. They're a full service marketing, advertising, and media company that specializes in marketing, graphic design, media buying, web and mobile development, app creation, which is pretty cool, video production, TV and radio commercials, billboards, and direct mailing. That's a lot that one little media company can do. They're located in Evans, Georgia, specifically 4075 Evans to Lock Road, right in the middle of Evans, Georgia. If you'd like for more information, you can simply go to their website at trainergray.com or just give them a call at 706-399-1982. Um, if someone were to walk up to you and talk negatively about this city, how would you respond to them? And this is the outside looking in. You don't live here. Yeah. You, you come here once a month. Yeah. I, look, I mean, when I came, you know, I had the same thing. It's, it's, it's got the national here and that's what it is. And when I first, you know, when you first pull into downtown Augusta, you're like, huh, okay. It's definitely a small city. It's one of the, you know, from, from that standpoint, it's, you know, one of the smaller cities that I've ever been in just because, you know, there's not a lot of reasons to go, but right. coming in and like experiencing the charm of the city, I think is something that um, was educational for me, you know, um, and I'm older now. So, you know, it's not exactly <laughs> like I'm, I'm back in the nightclub. You're party not looking right. for nightclubs. Yeah. Right. You know, and, and, and seeing those things and appreciating, but I think anyone who has something negative to say about Augusta, it's like come experience and the people here are everyone's been great it's it's if you're from a west coast or a east coast city you really appreciate people that you know when you walk down the street and say hi to someone and they, they look you actually they take you by surprise because they look you in the eye and say hi yeah <laughs> yeah that doesn't happen in big cities you know in fact the eye contact doesn't even happen yeah, i don't so, know if did that ever happen for you in vegas no, <laughs> not unless, but I was not trying to make contact because I was outside the club. Jessica not trying to did not look at your eyes. What's that? Jessica Biel did not look at your eyes and say, no, hey, she did no. not. Do <laughs> she could care less about me, but I, I, I mean, I'm sure it was embarrassing for me how much I was staring at her. But <laughs> yeah. And I, like I said, I don't get starstruck. I don't, you know, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen plenty that, you know, are supposed to be hot. Yeah. Okay. I've, you know, but she was one that was stunning. I can say that, but, um, yeah, I think the city, yeah, it, the people, the community, you know, the things that are, that are happening here, it's, it's quaint, but it's, I like it. So I don't know. I guess I would just tell someone like that. You got to experience it. Yeah. 
If you don't like that, then go to go to a big city. I don't want to name them because I don't want to. <laughs> but go to a big city and yeah. experience that. You know, so see what you like best. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Greg. We really appreciate this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, of course. Is there a website that people can go and learn more about what's XBR going? XBRAugusta.com. Excellent. Yeah. And there you can Ticket, go. Are tickets on sale tickets yet? Are, tickets are on sale for everything. Jimmy Buffett went on sale today. So we're uh, very excited. I need a race. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, Greg, thank you so much, man. We really appreciate it. Um, and we look forward to everything that you guys are doing. Hopefully, we'll talk to you again next year about the cool things that you're doing. Uh not just tournament week, but for the whole calendar. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. yeah. Yes, sir. Get back All right. in. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you.